pugs, Labradors, Dachshunds, Rottweilers, whatever the breed, we all know that there are crazy proud pet parents out there who are excited to celebrate them. Rebecca Koska of Shy Wolf Photography has tapped into this breed enthusiasm with a really unique marketing strategy that's bringing her in new clients each month. So tune into today's episode to hear all about Rebecca's Breed of the Month campaign. And if you love what you hear and want to implement a Breed of the Month campaign too, you are in luck. Beck is currently working on a resource to share all the steps involved so that you can implement your own Breed of the Month campaign. Join the waitlist at thepetphotographersclub.com slash breed of the month or one word. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to season 12, episode one of the Pet Photographers Club. I'm Kirsty McConnell. And I'm Caitlin J. McCall, and today we're chatting to Rebecca Koska of Shy Wolf Photography in Tasmania, Australia. So welcome to the club, Beck. Thanks for having me. Well, we say welcome, but you're a member and we've known you for years now. So thanks for coming <laughs> on the podcast officially. We're really, really excited to chat to you and ask you a thousand questions about this breed of the month marketing strategy that we've seen you using really successfully for a while now. So I think let's just start from the top. Um, do you want to give us an idea of what this campaign is? What is breed of the month? Yeah, every month I put out um, a breed that I have chosen. Um, I put it out on my socials and I have a page on my website. So last breed in February, I did Golden Retriever. Yeah, so I put out breed of the month is Golden Retriever. And then um, I received submissions through my website. And then what I'm doing is um, giving away one photo session from each, so each month. The rest of them actually now get a special offer. Okay. So it's a lead generation then effectively. The cost to you is, uh, I guess, you take the risk of perhaps like giving a shoot away and, you know, the cost involved with that. So what is the um, recipient receiving back? Is it the shoot only? Are they also getting print credit or are they getting files? I mean, what are they, what are they getting out of it? They get the yeah the session for free, and then I also include a matted print with that, and then they purchase on top. Yeah, gotcha. So your business model then is um, normally session fee up front, and then they buy prints and products as well as digitals. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. So I'm now on to in-person sales. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nice. Excellent. Cool. Okay. And so how many, um, I mean, Golden Retriever, I imagine that was a pretty big month for you. Is that right? Yeah, but funnily enough, I didn't get as many as I thought. It's weird how it goes because golden retrievers are really popular in Tasmania. Well, everywhere, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, I think I got 22 entries, which I mean, that's okay. But and certainly, you know, if I got 22 bookings out of that, it'd be amazing. But <laughs> then like I've got um, cats up this month, rescue cats, and I've already had 63 submissions. So I mean, it's a bit different, but it's not a specific breed. So, yeah, I um, I do include rescue animals. So I have got like 
one month I'll just do rescue dog and it could be anything. So I guess it's not really a breed, but I wanted to include, you know, those mixed breeds somehow. Um, yeah. So for a, in your mind, a successful month in terms of applications, how many, if you were saying 22 is not that great, which to me 22 leads sounds fantastic. So <laughs> what, what sort of, what's the sort of response that you're usually getting or that you'd be really happy with? Yeah, I guess 30 is awesome, mm-hmm. you know, 30 plus. But honestly, um, my hope out of all of this is really just to get a couple of sessions from it. So I guess, you know, 22 is great. <laughs> so how many yeah. how many would you be expecting to convert into um, paying clients from from 30 then, Beck, if that's your goal? Like you've got the one that you're giving away who hopefully then end up buying more and then some others hopefully taking up a special offer. So what's your goal with that? Ideally, I'd love four from each month. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Nice. Yeah, but I guess, you know, it's not for everybody. Once I've sent through the special offer and they look at my pricing, then they can decide if they want to go forward. Mm, yeah, well, I really I want to dig into what this special offer is exactly and go through numbers and everything. We might save that for the extended episode for the members. Um, so how long have you been doing this Breed of the Month campaign? I just looked it up earlier, actually. I didn't realise um, it will be a year next month. Oh, wow. So obviously it's working well for you. <laughs> Just. <laughs> it's taken me a long time to perfect it because I do have that issue of being a perfectionist. Um, <laughs> I'm just um, ha- happy with it now. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what when you were first starting out, what would you have said were the, the biggest hiccups or the, the things that you have ironed out over the last 12 months? So when I first did my... I think the first one I did was Kelpie, which was huge. And I wasn't giving a special offer. I was just doing the free session and then everybody else didn't get anything. Um, So I've sort of tweaked it that way because I didn't get anything from that. The person that I gave the session to ended up not wanting it because they saw my pricing. So, yeah, that's the kind of thing that I've had to you know, tweak along the way. But then out of that Kelpie one, I have, I found a lady who I'm going to do a blog post with and a story and she's going to have a session because she said that her Kelpie saved her life. So we're going to do a story out of that. So even when it doesn't go right, I feel like you kind of get some good contacts and stories out of these things. Yeah. The other thing I struggled with was the sign up form, just trying to perfect that so that when people sign up, because I like them to send me a picture of the animal, I was struggling to get that working so that I could have them, you know, all in a list where I can just go through and then bulk email at the end. Um, But now I've got that sorted with MailChimp, which is great. So on that actually back, let's just talk about the technical just briefly. So have I got this right? People are applying through, it sounds like a landing page on your site. Is that what you just said? Yeah. So now I've got it on my website. They fill out the form there. Yep. What kind of details are you collecting then? Try to keep it quite simple, but um, I'm just, I'm getting the contact details, uh, the dog's name, they might have a few, so I've got quite a big spot there. Any other pets that they have in their home, because I'll include those as well in the session. Why their pet deserves to win, what their pet means to them, 
and whether their pet has an Instagram. That's been a new one I've added in. And what they might be interested in ordering is another one. Okay, so it's like three qualifying questions effectively. Which one holds the biggest weight for you or is it a combination in when it comes time for you choosing or are you like choosing blindly? I imagine not. No, this is my favourite part. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I pretty much go through and I check the answer to what they might want to order because, yeah, I don't want to go any further if if they're not interested in buying anything. And then I will check um, (laughs) pretty much a bit of both, the the picture of the dog, or sorry, the pet, and um, their story about their pet. I like a really nice story. And so what does the story have to do with it? So other than for your own interest, (laughs) but are you then doing, you know, a specific blog feature on the Breed of the Month winner or how does that all play into, into it afterwards? I guess by story I probably mean I get an idea of what that pet means to them through what they write in that box. I relate to these people. <laughs> so I get some people that pour their heart out in that box about why they they love their pet so much and what they've done for them. Um, so pretty much that's why I don't really do anything with it. I just tell them that's the reason you won. I loved your story. <laughs> yep. Right. And then with the people who didn't win – but who, you know, you've qualified that you know that they're still interested in prints and all those kind of things. Are you, you know, individually following up with them um, or how are you approaching that? So that's where the bulk email comes in. So everyone that didn't win, I send out, yeah, the same email and I tell them that they were a runner-up and just thanks so much for entering and then I pop the the special in there and the incentive to book and a little picture at the bottom of, of a, maybe a breed that I've photographed before to get them, yeah, interested. <laughs> and I wonder, have you found, I'm thinking at the Dog Lovers Show, which is the expo that I do every year, I always found whenever I had images of a specific breed, people really respond to seeing their own dog there. So is that sort of what you're playing with on this breed of the month? Do you find you, for example, will you now get more golden retriever inquiries or have you not seen so much cause and effect? I I did one month I did um, British shorthair cat and then, yeah, I had a fair few inquiries from, um, you know, British shorthair people, um, people, (laughs) owners, um, (laughs) You know, and then they start following your page. And I I found it in the German Shepherd world because I do a lot for German Shepherd Rescue. Once you start with that breed, they're very invested in in that, you know, that breed. So they, yeah, they love it. (laughs) What's the most successful or the the most popular breed that you've had so far? I've got them written down here. I think actually it was the Kelpie. I don't know whether that's because it was the first breed of the month that I'd done. But then Kelpies are big here. I mean, well, maybe in the whole of Australia, but yeah. (laughs) But then the rescue cat might take over that. (laughs) So, Beck, when you judge um, success of a campaign, are you going from number of leads, number like conversion rate or average spend and sale? Like how are you judging what is uh, the most successful? 
So I guess the Kelpie wasn't the most successful. It just had the most entries. Probably because it's taken me so long, the most successful has probably been the Labrador at the moment, which I had 54 entries. Pretty sure I got five bookings from that that didn't win. That's awesome. All right. Well, before we jump into the spend and the special offer and your sales and all that, all that sort of stuff, um, I just wanted to quickly ask, like, are you partnering with rescue groups to get the marketing out there? Like how, how are you getting all the interest from these crazy specific breed uh, excited pet parents? Um, <laughs> like where's most of your promo coming from for this? I think the biggest thing is just my Facebook page. I'm not sure. I always already have quite a following from rescue groups, but um, the rescue cat one, I noticed, well, I did share it to a, a local shelter this time and then another local cat shelter shared it as well. So that might be why it's so high. So, yeah, I've really noticed that. But, um, for example, the, the British short hair, when I put it out, I only had two submissions. So I actually... I found a breeder in Tasmania and I emailed them telling them I had this competition up and they shared it on their page. And then I also found a British short hair Facebook page and I popped it in there. Nice. I love the out of the box thinking, you know, I feel like a lot of photographers, their go-to is like start paying for Facebook ads, for example, but you started thinking outside the box, like how can I get this shared organically? Did you also do Facebook paid ads or Instagram paid ads or anything? No, I haven't done any yet for this. Nice, all organic. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. All right. I think we really want to dive into like the special offer that you're sending to everybody and the average spend of these campaigns, et cetera. So let's save that for the members extended interview. So we'll wrap up part one now. We'll have all the links and resources we've mentioned today in our show notes, of course, for this episode. So if you're wanting to take a listen, just visit the petphotographersclub.com slash podcast slash 1201 to get all of those links. And if you're not a member of the club yet, don't forget you can continue to listen to part two of the interview in the member zone or in your RSS feed. So you can get it direct on any podcast player of your choice. Uh, don't forget, if you're not a member yet, you can join today. It's just $10 a month. Uh, club membership includes loads of perks, bonus content, all that good stuff. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.